Fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. We definitely need to pay attention in today's times. It's a crazy world out there. Welcome into the broadcast. It is the Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country on radio, TV, live streaming and podcasting there as well. Great to have you along today. Making it happen, your millennial general reporting for duty the way we do each and every day here on the program. I am going to try and touch on so much garbage today, it's not even funny. We are going to clean up so much garbage doing the spring cleaning, tossing it out. It's not even funny. Joe Biden has lost his mind. Now, the big question is, did he ever have it in the over-under on when he actually lost that as of like 20 years ago? (laughs) See what we did there? That's what we call a joke. Now, we have a spending package that's being proposed by Joe Biden right now, the infrastructure bill that I want to get to and spend some time on today. I also have some of the details, and I know you've been hearing it if you listen to other shows throughout the day on this shooting out of Colorado, some of the details there. We will touch on that here in just a minute. We have Adam Wise. He's a political consultant. He'll be joining us at the bottom of the hour. We've had him on the show a few times before as well, talking about Donald Trump starting his own social media network. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard that news, and we'll get his take on that here in just a few minutes as well. Plus, we have illegal alien crossings at the southern border. It's just a hot mess. What happened to these kids? What happened to this country? What happened here? We used to have such positive news. <laughs> That's another joke. See, we're just on a roll today. Let's <laughs> let's start off. By the way, you can find us all over the streaming uh, on Hoosier Reason is the hashtag on all the social media sites, YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn. Also on the website, HoosierReason.com. You can find us on there. You can subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite podcasting sites and listen to us, of course, here on the radio and TV wherever you may be. Let's get into, first off, the big hits with the shooting out of Colorado. What's trending today? What's trending today? So some details and surprisingly a decent amount of information is coming out with the shooting from Colorado right off the bat. Usually we don't get a lot of information. The investigation's still pending. We're not sure the motive. We're not sure what's going on here. We're really not sure what really happened. We're still waiting on the details from the shooting out of Las Vegas from like, what, two years ago? Still waiting on that one. Haven't gotten any information, but this one came out relatively quick, and I'm quite surprised. Now, if you remember yesterday when it was happening, it broke during this show. As we went on the air in about 10 minutes, 15 minutes into this program, we saw the breaking news that it was the active shooter that was actually happening at that time. So we didn't have a whole lot of information. Now we see kind of what's going on. But if you remember, the progressives right away went to, well, an angry, perturbed white supremacist who's angry about the election, angry about Donald Trump losing, angry with you know QAnon, whatever. White supremacist, evil jerk with gun toting and clinging to the guns and Bibles. That's the narrative they always like to pitch. Now it's kind of a little bit different story and they're trying to backtrack a little bit. The shooter, the perpetrator, is Ahmed Alisa, 21 years old, a Syrian-born gunman, was known to the FBI and ranted about Islamophobes hacking his phone 
before killing 10 Boulder grocery store individuals with an assault rifle he bought just one week ago, according to the Daily Mail. Now, Ahmed Alice of Arvada, Colorado, just a suburb of Denver, essentially, opened fire at the King Supers at the grocery store at 2.40 in the afternoon mountain time. He killed two people in the parking lot before entering the store when he killed another eight individuals. His motive is not yet known. However, when he surrendered to police, he asked to speak with his mother. And looking at a little bit further investigation, according to the Daily Mail, the Facebook post lasted over 18 months, complained that he did not have a girlfriend and that he hated Donald Trump. I can see why the agitation with not having a girlfriend for 18 months. (laughs) He described him as mentally ill. He had been bullied in school, was not politically motivated, was very antisocial and had been paranoid, quote unquote, since high school, according to his brother. Adding this all up, now first off, our thoughts and prayers go out to the families, first and foremost. The second question is, what can we do to make sure this doesn't happen again? Now, from the left side of the aisle, their question is always, we need to do something. That's always the question. We need to do something, and that something is to ban firearms, essentially. And that's what Joe Biden did come out, our fearless leader in Washington, D.C., his response earlier today from CNBC News. While we're still waiting for more information regarding the shooter, his motive, the weapons he used, the guns, the magazines, the weapons, the modifications that apparently have taken place to those weapons that are involved here. I don't need to wait another minute, let alone an hour, to take common sense steps that will save the lives in the future and to urge my colleagues in the House and Senate to act. We can ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines in this country once again. I got that done when I was a senator. It passed. It was law for the longest time. And it brought down these mass killings. We should do it again. We can close the loopholes in our background check system, including the Charleston loophole. That's one of the best tools we have right now to prevent gun violence. The Senate should immediately pass. Let me say it again. The United States Senate, I hope some are listening, should immediately pass the two House passed bills that closed loopholes in the background check system. Yeah. These are bills that receive votes of both Republicans and Democrats in the House. Mm-hmm. This is not and should not be a partisan issue. This is an American issue. It will save lives, American lives. And we have to act. We should also ban assault weapons in the process. Oh, yeah, by the way, we should also ban assault weapons in the process as well. We should do all this stuff. We're already debating expanding the background checks. We're already expanding the, you know, delay before you can actually purchase a firearm. We're already talking about those. We just need to come on, We just need to ban the firearms as well, the assault weapons. I mean, that way these things don't happen. Now, he obviously could have gotten the firearm elsewhere as well. From what it sounds like as the investigation is still ongoing, this is his first firearm. Uh, He purchased the assault rifle, the evil thing that assaults you, just one week ago, and he had that to take in along with a handgun as well. If he didn't have the assault rifle, do you think he still would have done something with the assault or with the handgun? If he didn't have the assault rifle at all, could he have shot with a handgun? If he had to wait an extra 10 days, do you think he would have just waited another 10 days and then gone and done it? But by golly, that is going to save lives. Because he's been pent up, he's been bullied for years, he had mental illnesses, he was very isolated, he had mental illness. I mean, it sounds just really the laundry list of what the progressives embrace. 
They love the isolation. You don't need to go out and actually go to the store. You don't need to go out and do things. You need to be isolated in your little building and in your little home because you're very terrified of a virus and it's going to kill you. So therefore, just wear your mask and isolate and never see anybody ever again. Just do it virtually. But we need human connection. No, you don't. Mental illness. Feeding the fear. Hey, you're a victim. Hey, you're a minority. Hey, Trump hates you. Hey, Republicans hate you. Hey, Christians hate you. Hey, gun owners hate you. What did he do? He took a firearm and went into a gun-free zone in Boulder, Colorado, the most progressive place, really one of them in the nation, and did a shooting spree where it was a gun-free zone in a grocery store where you're not even really supposed to have ARs. And Colorado has some really weird, wonky laws. I know because I lived there for a long time. They have some interesting laws when it comes to firearms. But he got a firearm. He did buy it legally. What could have been done? What background check could have been changed to say, no, you're going to be denied. We're not going to get you a firearm. What background check could have been changed? He didn't have a criminal record. Apparently, the FBI knew about him, which means if they did know about him and they were watching him, he was already in the system. He was already on the list, and therefore, he shouldn't have got it in the first place, which means it's a failure, like usual, in the government bureaucratic system, not in the lack of laws that we actually have on the books. It's a feel-good BS crap thing to say, you know what, let's do the theater again, like Ted Cruz mentioned, the theatrics after a shooting like we always go to and say we need to do something. Either he didn't have any priors, which means he would have passed a background check regardless, or you want to racially profile because his name is Ahmed Alisa. And if that's the case, then you're the racist on the left side of the aisle wanting to racially profile him. But, of course, he would have gotten through because he didn't have the name John Smith that uh, was a gun-toting white supremacist Bible thumper because that probably would have been banned already. But he was a minority. He passed the background check because he had no priors. And if the FBI was watching him, why was he not already on the ban list? So when he did the background check, it would have already come back negative. This makes no sense to me. And for the Democrats to be like, well, the FBI knew about him. We need to expand background checks. How in the world is that supposed to solve anything? It's a stupid conversation. It really is a stupid conversation. But by golly, the response that everybody needs to have is we need to go and ban firearms. Joe Biden continued. Oh, yes. Our hearts go out for the survivors the, who had to, uh, had to flee for their lives and who hid, terrified. Unsure if they would ever see their families again, their friends again. The consequences of all this are deeper than I suspect we know. By that, I mean the mental consequences, the feeling of, anyway, it just through too many of these. You notice that right there, he again, just lost his train of thought. He's talking about the mental illness and the travesty and the disaster that some people had to go through as a victim in the store. And he loses his train of thought. Let me help you out, Joe Biden. You feel helpless in a situation like that. I know I've been through a high school shooting my senior year of high school, and I've talked about it many times on the show. Oh, yeah, you feel helpless. And guess what? Since that point in my life, I've never wanted to be a victim. I've never wanted to be in a helpless situation again. What do you do in that situation, Joe Biden? Do you take more firearms away and pass more regulation to feel more helpless? Because by golly, the cops will be there to round up your body when it's all said and done. Or do you say, wait a second, I'm going to take my defense into my own hands. The Asian shooting that happened down in Georgia just a few days ago with the Asian Michelle's parlors. We read the story. Guess what? Asian Americans now see an increase in gun sales across the nation because they're concerned about hate crimes against them. 
the LGBTQ community just a few years ago after the shooting down in Florida at the club when it was a Muslim who hated gays that went into the to the club and shot them up after the media tried to say that it was a white supremacist group that tried to shoot them up. Guess what? It was an it was an it was a Muslim individual shot them up. Guess what? LGBTQ community increasing gun sales because we realize we're never going to be put in that position again. It goes along with the conversation that we had yesterday regarding your health. And do you just wait around and live helplessly until the CDC tells you when you're allowed to go shopping, how you're allowed to go shopping, who you're allowed to see, what family members you're allowed to hug, when you're allowed to have a barbecue in your backyard with your family? Do you wait helplessly for the CDC or do you say, you know what, maybe I can take my own health into my own hands and do something naturally, take some vitamins, get back in shape, go out and get some vitamin D from the sun, go out and actually get myself to boost my own immune system so that way I'm healthy. Because I realized at that point in my life, after that shooting in high school, that I never want to feel helpless again, ever. I want to have control of my life. I want to have control of my freedom. I want to have control of what I can do. I want to have control of how I can manage my body so that way I'm not in that position and I'm not helpless for the government to take care of me. And that's what they like to do. They love to be helpless. They love to play the victim. And they love to say, government, please do something. Do something. Do something. At the same time, we have the helpless people that were at the store. And imagine how they would feel differently if all of them were carrying concealed carry firearms or many of them were carrying concealed carry firearms. And you no longer felt helpless, but you turned around and shot the guy as he was going on the shooting rampage because you wanted to stop the insanity. Imagine that for just a second. Andy, more guns don't create a better issue. They do when the good guys have the guns and there are more of them and there would have been 10 guys to turn around and fire on the shooter and stopped him dead in his tracks. And the one death would have been the bad guy wanting to do something stupid. But instead, we didn't have people with firearms. We had people live streams on their phones because when there's something bad happened, let's not stop the bad thing from happening. Let's just live stream it, which we'll talk about when we get back here right after the break. It's the Voice of Reason. It's a post-Monday celebration. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com.
Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, you are. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today, a post-Monday celebration, the greatest day of the entire week. Thanks for joining us, radio and TV. Plus, we have live streaming and podcasting as well. Make sure to check out the website at whosyourreason.com. We are a week away to the end of March, which is crazy, so make sure to sign up for the newsletter. Totally free. Just go to whosyourreason.com. No I in Hoosier, by the way, H-O-O-S-E-R, reason.com. It'll pop up, say, do you want to become a Hoosier-holic? You say, yeah, baby. You sign up, type in your email address, totally free. We're not going to spam you. We'll just send you a once-a-month newsletter talking about our blog for the month, our hot topics. We'll have guests. We'll have information on the show, information on the Hoosier Media Network. Totally cool. Make sure to check it all out at HoosierReason.com. I don't want to spend a whole lot more time on this discussion with the shooting because everybody's been talking about it. Obviously, everybody has their opinion, our thoughts and prayers. It's a devastating thing, but it just sickens me. It absolutely sickens me when the first thing the Democrats do is run to gun control, gun control, gun control. And I find it relatively convenient, not saying that there's a conspiracy here, but I just find it semi-convenient that as they're talking about expanding background checks and trying to put in regulation and the focus right now from the Democrats is environmental taxes and gun control is when we have two massive shootings in a week. I just find that ironic. And from a guy who's isolated, who uh, has had mental illness, who's been paranoid, who feels like he's a victim, who hated Trump. I mean, if you didn't like Trump, then why didn't that happen when Trump was in office? Because all the media ran with it yesterday saying that it was going to be a Trump supporter upset because of the QAnon, the domestic terrorism, evil white people. And then they completely backed off on that. So, like I said, I'm relatively surprised that we got as much detail information on this shooting as what we did. But there's a greater issue at risk here as well. And it's my generation, and I feel terrible, and I apologize for my generation all the time as a millennial. I feel bad because I'm not with my time. I get it. I know I should have been born at an older time and actually have, you know, been at a different time era because I do not belong in this generation because they drive me nuts. Here's the headline from the HeraldMailMedia.com. Now, the video's been taken down off of social media and other places, but uh, one individual was live streaming from the grocery store, live streaming the whole shooting. Now, again, if you would take uh, the phone away and train on a firearm and you had had a firearm in, uh, firearm in your hand, you would have been able to stop the bad guy. You could do something. You want to do something as you try and tell the government to do? You could have done something about it. I know. But you didn't do something, you live-streamed it, because that's the way it always goes. Nowadays, we're to, oh, uh, our reaction goes, oh, there's something crazy going on, let me pull out my phone and do a live-stream, because I'm going to get some killer hits on that. Unfortunately, pun intended. You ever see those videos on social media where there's like two people just like brawling in the middle of the street, probably on drugs, some kind of issue going on, and they're just brawling, just beating the living daylights out of each other in the middle of the street? Does anybody go and stop them? 
Does anybody try to pull them apart? No. You got three people sitting there streaming it on their phones, recording it. That's the type of society that we're in today, and it drives me nuts. You could have done something. Put the damn phone down and maybe get a firearm and train with it, and then you could have done something to prevent said uh, eight other people from dying. That's just my thoughts. The Boulder, Colorado man who live-streamed the shooting scene in King Super's grocery store on Monday afternoon drew sharp criticism from some and praise from others. I don't know why you want to praise these things. It's not something that you need. Obviously, uh, law enforcement's aware of the situation. Obviously, people are aware of what's going on. They've locked the store down. The police are on the way. One officer died trying to stop them, unfortunately, the very first officer that went in there. But they knew a situation was happening. You don't need to tell the world. You don't need to do it. I know some disagree with me. It's just not my natural instinct to say, oh, my gosh, there's something terrible going. There's a train crash about to happen, a train collision. Let me pull out my phone so I can record. That's just not a natural thing for me. And I know I'm out of date. I know I'm out of my league here. I know I'm out of my time because that's just the natural response of my generation, unfortunately. I just don't get it. And if we would spend a little more time training on the appropriate things to actually handle this, then we wouldn't have the mental illness and the uh, the PTSD that Joe Biden talked about for many individuals that were in there trying to run and hide for their lives. We would have a totally different situation of, oh, wow, another jerk tried to do something stupid and he didn't get away with it. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. That you are. Welcome back into the program. The fastest hour of radio on radio. We are on radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting all over the place. We are growing by leaps and bounds. I would say the fastest growing talk show in America. But we're getting there. We're getting there. We will be there very soon. We're killing it on the podcast downloads. Thank you for that. You can always find us at The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier on any of your favorite podcasting sites. Plus, we have the radio stations and TV that we're on as well. You can always find us on the social media at Hoosier Reason. Again, at Hoosier Reason on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitch, Our Freedom Book. We do have Our Freedom Book as well. Excited to have that one up and going, and we're starting to get some more things over there as well. Uh, I want to shift gears a little bit from the gun conversation, the Colorado shooting. It's a sad ordeal. We'll have some more information on that a little bit later as well and what we can do because, you know, the Democrats, well, things happen. So therefore, we must just ban gun control. We just push more gun control. That'll solve everything. Right. But there is some good news. And I want to talk about some good news for a second because these guys drive me absolutely nuts. So let's get into 
What's Trending. What's trending today? As you know, there's a battle for social media. Our social media has been devastated with some of the silencing, censorship that's going on. We can barely get uh, our word out there. We're not in the algorithms. You have to go out of your way to try and look for us. We can't share things any longer. We've been banned a few times, and it's just a very frustrating situation uh, right now. But there is their hope. The question is, is there hope? Can we do something about it? Can we stop these big tech industries with Facebook, with Twitter, with Google, with Amazon? Can we stop these guys and find alternatives? That's the beauty of the private sector is to be able to find some alternatives and uh, find products that actually do well for you. Is that true? To talk about some of that and more, I'm excited to have on the program. And it's been a while since we've had this guy on the show, uh, but it's good to have him back on. He's a media and political strategist, also CEO of AMW. PR out of New York City. It's Adam Wise with us here. Adam, how are you, my friend? I'm good, Andy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to talk to you again. I'm, I'm, yeah. I appreciate you coming on here. We have good opportunities ahead of us, but are they going to get here fast enough? And can we get social media and freedom on the interweb back on track here? You know, and you just mentioned using ourfreedombook.com. It's a client of ours at AMWPR, and. What's interesting is he's just a, he was a pissed off kind of like he rebuilt uh, fancy suburbans and limos for celebrities. And that's what, but his wife was thrown off of uh, Facebook one day for supporting Trump. So he got all mad and just built these platforms. So he's just a regular guy. He's not an oligarch. He's not a tech titan. And the other day, and one other platform he had was Our Freedom Funding. Because what they're also doing is banning conservatives who get in trouble or thrown off platforms. They can't even raise money on some of these uh, crowdfunding sites. Yeah. So somebody called and said Joe Biggs. He's like one of the guys who was arrested, like a, a former Navy SEAL or you know Army guy, uh, was arrested, and he didn't do anything. He just I think he said he walked into the Capitol a little bit. Didn't even go in, but now he's got charges against him, and he can't even go on strike. So he went on the you know the guy's uh, funding site. Our free and funding was able to raise fifty thousand dollars. So wow. just this little guy out of New York just started all these. Uh, platforms right. that are not going to ban people, that are not going to uh, put people aside, are not going to screw them with the algorithms. It's going to be fair. We need more people like that. We know more ingenuity in the country. We know more. I wish the tech titans would step up and do something fair, but they just seem to be in the pocket of the left, seem to be in the pocket of a woke industry. Of seems like they've been run by a bunch of college kids that are so left and woke yeah. that are run by adults who are looking for their market cap and are looking to, you know, more into their investors than they are into their woke industry, which is bizarre because you're supposed to be in it for your investors. Think of that. Twitter is a publicly traded company. Mm-hmm. They were about $20 when President Trump came into office. Now they traded about 65 So I think that was tw- everything that Trump did every day was... All his tweets were looked upon. World leaders looked at it. Markets looked at it. The biggest political journalists looked at it. It was just, you know, look, worrying about what his tweets were doing was just as important of better than his press conferences or just as good as, his, you know, what normally would be the president sending a press release. I know his tweets were like that. So yeah. he took Twitter. They should thank him and they should give him free stock because there's no doubt that that stock flew up that much because of President Trump. Oh, of course. No, I mean, everybody raved. I mean, that was the media headline was Trump tweeted this, Trump tweeted that. I've never seen, though, a social media site or really just censorship in the sense that media would cut off a president 
like they did with Donald Trump on Twitter and on Facebook and on other sites as well, and just said, no, we're going to suspend your account as an acting president of the United States. You're not allowed to do this anymore. I'd never seen something like that before. We live in such a different generation. Like, if kids acted up 20 years ago in a, in a classroom, children, which kind of these people that get jobs and Silicon Valley active, they'd say, you're acting up, we are the bosses, and if you want to leave, there's the door, go find a job somewhere else. Now they act up, they complain to Jack Dorsey and this company, and they they fold. It's like yeah. they all just fold. Whether it's, you know, I'll bring in a different issue. Last week they fired a 27-year-old African-American liberal woman at Teen Vogue because they complained that she had a mean tweet from 10 years ago. It's like it just never stops that the the industry that we're, the society we're living in, the culture we're living in, they fold instead of, you know, I'm from a generation where the bosses are the bosses, and if something doesn't make sense, we look through it, we think about it, and we don't just fold. Right. You know, it seems like everything in this culture, in a woke moment, they fold, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they got to play the bachelor. Did you see what happened with the bachelor? Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they demonize and they you're right. They fold. They apologize. They just cower. Uh, there's such a dominance of intimidation on the other side of the aisle that you can't do anything. And then when you do get called out, then you have to backtrack and apologize, which I don't know why, because you, that still doesn't save your reputation. It doesn't fix anything. You apologize and then you still can't gain back what you lost. But they are so intimidating. They are so domineering. They are so tyrannical that if you do something they don't like, they will come after you, slander you, and completely destroy you. And they have zero remorse. But remember, they're the victim. They're the woke crowd. They're the ones that need to apologize for who they are every day. You know, it's so, you know, usually we talk government politics, but this stuff is so wacky that, you know, to tell your audience, the Bachelor host has been there for 15 seasons, uh, X amount of seasons. The girl that they, this was the first year they put an African-American as the Bachelor. They found, went through her social media and found from five years ago or six years ago, she dressed in a southern theme party in our college. Wow. The host said, "Not a." The host said, "I don't know if it's that big of a deal." Yeah, they made not only they made him apologize, they suspended him. So, even when you just like you said, even when you apologize, they still suspend you. No, it's it's un- what's the point of apologizing? Exactly, what's the point of apologizing? It, you just they, stand up. Yeah, and then the host they replaced it was an African American, and then the bachelor was African. So what they did, they would chastise that poor girl. She was she won the one who dressed in that Southern garb from four or five years ago, but they badgered her for an hour on national TV on Channel 7. Talk about bullying. The poor girl was sitting there again, getting lectured about white privilege and don't you know what you did was horrible. Like, yeah, she's 20 years old. She dressed in a Southern outfit for a theme party with the sorority sisters, and they're, and they're making a cry on national TV. Who's the bullies? Well, that's the big thing. Who's the actual bullies here? I mean, when you do something that they don't like, then you're the offensive one. You're the bully, but we're going to completely come down on you, and it's it's unbelievable. When can we get Freedom of Speech back? You mentioned our Freedom Book. We have, we had Dave Lipsky on the program. He's a great guy. We, I love it. I'm starting to transition a lot of my social media over there, and I'm getting a lot of friend requests. We're getting a lot of connections there. Um, but you were actually down in um, and met with President Donald Trump recently as the rumor has had it that he's about ready to start his own social media as well, isn't he? A hundred percent. I think he's going to, you know, evaluating whether he should jump in. But I mean, his senior advisor, it sounded like he said he was going to start his own platform. But the difficulty there is, look, you know, we you have the Apple Store, right? 
Apple Store is controlled by basically Jeff Bezos, right? Amazon, yeah. iOS, right? And most, I think about 75, 80% of the phones in the country are Apple, right? right. So if you start your own platform and it's an app, and you're going to want people to download on your phone, if they decide, oh, we're not carrying it, right. he's screwed. Because we can't have President Trump, his own personal owns it on our platform. So there might be a catch-22 there. So it's got to be difficult with that, careful yeah. with that, if he just starts his own. Because we've seen what they did with Parler, right? They took it right off the Apple store, for, and then they took it off this Google store, which is the Samsung. So they pretty much, for a while, they killed, like, I think you still can't even download Parler on the Apple store. Yeah, I don't know but, if you can download you know, it or not. I mean, I still up on the servers. They had to go out, and then they had to go out and get their own, figure out their own servers because right. Amazon also controlled the servers. So, but if it's if it works out right, and he couldn't put it on these stores, you know, I was at CPAC Andy three weeks ago or four mm-hmm. weeks ago, and I went out on that Sunday for fundraising South Dakota small event. He's having came back at one o'clock. He was speaking about four o'clock. There were thousands of people standing outside, waving flags, cars up and down, having a picnic, selling merchandise. Couldn't believe it. I'm saying there were thousands of people coming, standing outside on grass. They're not even going to see the president. He's coming in through the back door. They came from all different states to support him. It was like well, he's not president anymore. Yeah, I don't. It, it boggles my mind sometimes to think who in America could get that kind of a crowd with that kind of enthusiasm people that come from different states just to still support the ex-president yeah I, i've so, never seen a movement like this and donald trump still yeah. has that it's what he does with it we got about 20 seconds left adam wise real quickly when you did meet with him just briefly just give it talk about his demeanor real quick was he still in good spirits and and he was, is he uh, confident? Cracking jokes he looked like he looked like he lost about 35 pounds he must be this florida sunshine and <laughs> you know there's golf every day at the relaxation it must be stressful being in the white house every day yeah. getting attacked by left the left and then the media and all the others besides on top of dealing with world leaders but he looked really good he was, he was I love in it. good spirits I love it. Adam Wise, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're out of time, my friend. CEO, AMWPR. Make sure to check him out as well. Adam, it's good to talk to you again, my friend. Let's do this again here real soon. Thank you. Yep, always a pleasure. All right, we'll take a break. we got one more segment coming up here on The Voice of Reason. Lots more to get to right here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. The show goes by way too fast. we got so much to talk about and so little time to do it. Welcome back into the program. Just a few minutes left of the show as we begin to wrap up a post-Monday celebration. Thanks for joining us. Thanks again to Adam Wise coming on the program. He likes to talk, and I love having him on the show. And the big question is, this: it, it's, it's a big question. It brings up a valid point with the social media. If Donald Trump does create a social media network, then... Will it be accepted and will the big companies actually allow it? Will they allow it in the Apple App Store? Will they allow it on the Google Play App Store? Will they allow it to be out there or will they just try and say, nope, can't do that. He's going to be involved in politics in some way. I got to be honest. I don't know whether he's going to run for president again or not. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, he's going to be 78-ish, which is, I guess, what Joe Biden is right now. But come on, look at that guy. I mean... (laughs) Come on now. Let's think about that one for a second. So will he actually run again? I don't know. There are rumors, tweet tweets of who's actually going to be running for president in 2024. And I know that that's way out there. So I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on uh, speculation there. But I have heard some rumors about who would actually be some potential candidates, including Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, which would be fantastic. I've heard potentially Governor Christy Nome out of South Dakota, which would be fantastic because she's solid as well. I've also heard the rumor of Mike Pompeo. Now, for those of you that don't know, Mike Pompeo, the secretary of state during Trump, he was also CIA director during Trump. He was also, before all of that, a congressman right here in Kansas and in our district, district number four in South Central Kansas, where Wichita is, he was my state rep or uh, my congressman. And we used to have him on the program um, every couple of weeks as a congressman. And we had him on when he was secretary of state a couple of times. And I mean, he's a semi decent friend. And the rumor has it is that he would he's planning on running for president. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I've not talked to him or anything. That's just kind of speculation from what I've heard. Tweet tweets from the inside is that he's actually been traveling to Iowa getting ready for straw caucuses and for to start getting his name out there. Now, I have some excitement from that. I also have some concern about that because Mike Pompeo, if those of you that don't know him across the country that are listening right now, Mike Pompeo is probably one of the smartest guys in politics to ever be in politics. Not ever, but He's a very genius uh, guy. He knows his stuff. He uh, graduated, I think it was first in class in the military. He was uh, he runs his office like the military, very strong, very stern, very to the point, very direct. And he's a great guy. And he knows his stuff. 
Now, that's really good because we need a strong military presence like that as the commander in chief of the United States. You would think that would be kind of a comical, uh, common thing, but it's not in today's times. The bad part is that I don't know that he has the charisma or the personality to pull something like that off because he is very dry and to the point and stern and military-like, and that appeals to a lot of people. But at the same time, it's not about how much you know when you run for president, obviously, because Joe Biden and Barack Obama ran, Bill Clinton ran, uh, George H.W. Bush ran. It's not about what you knew. It's about the personality that you have. Bill Clinton won because he got on Saturday Night Live or he got on David Letterman and played the saxophone. Barack Obama won because he was a very uh, suave-looking dude that sat there and smoked cigarettes and talked about and gave people fist bumps. He was a cool guy. That's why he won the presidency, and he had a nice little catchy slogan called Hope and Change, and that's what people were drawn to. It wasn't his policies. It wasn't his ideas. It was the charisma. It was the popularity as the celebrity status. Can Mike Pompeo pull that off? I don't know. Then I started thinking about it. And I realized that he was Trump's go-to guy. He was one of the longest-lasting administrative guys in the Trump administration. As you know, Trump had kind of a high turnaround in his administration. Not a bad thing. If you didn't do your job, then you were out. We weren't playing D.C. as normal. We weren't going to be like showing up to the job and kind of half, you know what, it and just kind of, eh, kind of slow poke through. No, you're there to do your job. And if you're not, you're going to get out. And that's why he had a high turnaround, which I thought was a very good thing. And I like Trump for that aspect in his administration. Mike Pompeo was one of the longest lasting from going from congressman to CIA director to secretary of state. And if he runs, he's not going to compete against Donald Trump if Donald Trump chooses to run. Donald Trump would throw his support behind him to continue the Trump train movement under a Mike Pompeo run. And if that's the case, it don't matter how much charisma you have, you're going to get the nomination. So I don't know what's going. This is all complete, just 100 percent speculation. But the former secretary of state can definitely run for president. Hillary Clinton tried it. And this one would have the Trump train movement behind it as well. I know we're a few years out on that one, but something to think about as we get closer to the 2024 presidential elections. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about some more taxes and spending the infrastructure bill that Joe Biden has proposed. What the heck is that all about? Plus the crisis going on at the border and other things as well. It goes by way too fast. Until then, be your own voice reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everybody have a great Tuesday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.